Yeah, you already know what it is. Your boy Ben's alongside Christina. We have the Spark Up Podcast. If you ain't, if you ain't vibing with us, what are you vibing with? They're lost in the sauce, and it's fine, you know, because we're gonna catch them up to speed every mm. time, and we're gonna do the damn thing, and we're out here. Ah 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 ah. You're out here. I'm out here. Why? That's, I, I I be seeing you everywhere now. No, so. you do not cut it out. Don't do that, because then people are gonna be like, "Oh, Christina's always outside." Superstar Sev is everywhere. Somebody called me Superstar the other day, actually, I mean, and I was like, "Why you call me you, that?" You that's remember crazy. the movie Superstar? Uh yes, that's one of my favorite movies. Actually, I have it classic. on DVD. That is classic. a classic. And she, we we facts sniffs her armpits. Yo, we, and she's making love to the tree. Ooh, that's a classic. These kids don't know about Superstar. These kids don't know shit. I be trying to keep the greats alive and the classics alive, but. It's whatever, but with but us today. I was gonna say, I know someone who does know. <laughs> for sure. I was trying to get there. You know what I mean, so obviously you don't hear that other voice. Our guest co-host could not make it today. Um, she's feeling a little under the weather. No, she don't got COVID. Before y'all start talking shit, and um, yo Ashley, I got I, I got some aceite de tiburón. <laughs> that that'll fix you right up. Isn't that liquor? No, it's really fish oil, but. Oh, okay. Um, Hispanic people give it to people when they're sick. Yeah, I mean it's smart because it's omega three. So yeah, so Ashley could not be here today, but we do have a guest. We have a guest here. I have to give you a proper introduction. When Ooh. she came in today, I wanted to record her, like you know, make a reel, like because mm-hmm. this is like kind of like celebrity status right here, just a little bit. Look at her. She's looking at her nails, trying to act like we're not talking she about said, her. Me? She said, you talking about me? Yo, she is mad funny. She's hardworking. If you pay attention, she you know that she's interviewed people like Bobby Valentino, Slim from 112, Dame Dash. Sheet Luch. Maya. Who else? Uh, Bobby Valentino. We're going to get to that interview, too, because he was acting up. But yes, we have none other than Remy Jones, a.k.a. <laughs> Remy TV in the house. And I did not know she was this funny. I, is this the first time we meet in person? No. We met, uh, Chip Doug introduced us. Okay, okay, yeah, yes, yes. Because I was about to say. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. I'm like, wait, what? what Ruben's what? like, is there breaking news here? No, Ruben. <laughs> Yes, at the event that we had, well, we tried, we piloted that event. That was the first time we did mm-hmm. that. Oh my gosh, yes, damn. Where's the footage for that? Yeah, where is the footage? I want to see Bands. it. I was waiting for it. Mm hmm. Mm. <laughs> Yo, I got to have her around so she could cuss Ruben up for me. That's mad funny. But yeah, yeah. So Remy TV is here and we will be talking all about her journey so far. Um, you know, I don't even think you're started yet. You've done so much, but I don't think it really, really right. You know what I mean? Like you you're just scratching the surface. Yeah, and that is a great thing because whew, when people look at the resume, child, they're gonna be like, okay, true, mm-hmm. she's out here. But how's everybody feeling today? I know it's I'm cold. Good. Yeah, it's break out there. Come closer yo, to the mic, yo. please, or bring the mic closer to you. Me? Yes. Okay. You know, around this time, it's always a roll. Roller coaster in the weather. That's true. And it's like one day it's 60, 65 degrees, 70 degrees. Then you get a 30 degree 
It's yeah, absolute like, nonsense. What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like welcome to it's New like, England. Facts. Here, you you got a little happy. Slap. Right, because mm-hmm. I definitely seen the girls with the shorts. The, the weather is definitely slapping us like Will did to Chris. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. Don't you worry. But right now, I got some. I was, you know, I was thinking about like, what am I gonna play today? What's my vibe like? Mm. And I went to late work. I went late to work today, and I was like, how do I lift my spirits? And this is what I came up with. By the way, this is the best album. <laughs> best album. <laughs> Episode 143 of the Spark Up Podcast. When the world is on your shoulder. I feel like it's my job to keep the greats alive, so, you know, I had to play a little Michael Jackson. I'm trying to leave that 9 to 5 on the show. A lot of us be listening to podcasts at 9 to 5, though. So, you know, shout out to everybody at work enjoying this podcast. Michael Jackson is so rich, we might get sued for that. (laughs) No, I'm scared. He owns the rights. They be looking for all the coins they can find, child. Oh, yes, I'm so sorry. There we go. But yes, Michael Jackson owns everything. His family does not play games when it comes to his rights. So mm-hmm. I hope we don't get flagged for that. But either way, I am Christina Sav. This is episode 143 of the Spark Up Podcast. And with us today, we have Remy TV. Remy Jones. Hey, hey. Out here. Let's just jump into it. Let's 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 go. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Oh yeah, we really gonna chop it up. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna chop it up. Are yeah. You? All right, let's do it. <clears throat> so first of all, talk about what you do and and your brand and everything, so people know what's up. Okay, so I have a television show called Remy TV. I interview celebrities, up and coming talent, culture shifters and leaders, and people making a difference in a community. Um, how I started was I went to New York and my sister-in-law was like, yo, you have a good personality. Why don't you, you know, come and be a correspondent with me on the television show? I said, hell nah. I said, I I don't like talking to people. I'm shy. You know, she was like, yeah, but you're goofy and and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know. And at the time I was studying paralegal studies at CCRI. And I said, let me just take this communications course so I can get the jitters out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I took that communications course and I got comfortable. I was able to speak in front of a crowd with, with no problems after that. So I was ready to, you know, audition for the show. But prior to that, I was already a spokesperson for a promotional company here in Rhode Island. It just didn't work out. Mm. I was going through getting a lot of hate from the females in that group. Um, mm. And it was time for me to, you know, Do you get, get up out of there. Um, so, you know, I did the audition and they liked me and I started, 
the problem with that was, you know, I was bringing them celebrity clients and I just felt like I was unappreciated. I was getting paid like 30 bucks mm. to, and I was bringing them mm. multiple clients. So I said, nah, my sister-in-law was like, you know, I always wanted to start my own show, but you know, I'm starting a nonprofit organization, but I think you should do that. I said, what? She said, cool. I think you should call it Remy TV. I said, I don't know. I said, who's going to support that? I said, nobody knows me like that. She was like, you got to just build build your brand. Mm-hmm. So the first post I ever put up, I swear, I got like two likes on that shit. <laughs> it be like that. I was mm-hmm. like, damn. It be like that. And, and I went through the emotions where I was frustrated <clears throat> for a long time. I said, I'm not doing this shit, man. I'm not doing this. And she was like, nah, you keep going. And I don't know what motivated me to keep going, but now I'm here three years later. It's the love. Yeah. So Did, you never thought about doing shows before that point nah never what mm-hmm. it's so crazy. weird it was random but i also feel like i'm spiritual so i also feel like everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. i really do believe that god be like that's not your path though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you're really meant for this because people are telling me Rami, you're funny you, you got a good personality and me i think i was like a person that broke myself down a lot that i didn't see it in myself and i'm like mm-hmm. what are these people talking about mm-hmm. but i think god knows and he's sorry he said remy this is where you belong not over here sitting in somebody's law office they do say god talks to you through people through people yeah so i really do believe that and i ended up really falling in love with it when did you fall in love with it when did you say okay i can see myself my doing shit. this i i, I love this I, I believe it's when I did my first celebrity interview and it was just like excitement, the high, the, mm-hmm. um, and, and also when I couldn't sleep without mm. it, you know what I'm saying? There was some nights that I was tossing and turning cause I'm like, I can't wait to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I was up for 24 hours and grinding. And that's how I knew I was in love with it. Cause when you can't get something off of your brain, it's mm-hmm. like crack. Who, yeah. who was that first person you, my first celebrity interview was Maya. So, um, you know, I spoke to Maya prior to me even doing mm-hmm. anything like this. You know, I used to vent to her, tell her about um, my issues that I was having in school. and um, So you, you know, know Maya. Yeah. And um, so when I started doing the television stuff, I said, yo, I, wanna, I want my first celebrity interview. Mm-hmm. I know you're coming to Boston. What's up? And she was like, I got you. She said, um, I'll put you on the list or whatever. So we came there. And that was my first celebrity interview. Wow, she kept her word. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's very sweet. She's, you know, when you just meet good spirits and you feel it and you feel the vibe. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. (laughs) I I only know because I used to work at the Renaissance and she stayed there once. Mm -hmm. And every time I would try to like help her out, like, you know. That that's what I used to do, and I used to always be like, "Wow, she smells so good!" Like you could just <laughs> like like if she was in a taxi or or a car or what what wherever she was, she walked out of it was like, "Wow, right." This are celebrities you, you, that you know they, they ta- smell real good. You, 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 you know, know what I'm talking good. about. You know her, so you know she always smells good. Always, she wears the best like, stuff. It's that's what it is. It's like she got wow. that good, good. Yeah, and also too, like a lot of people know, people don't know that this um, colognes and perfumes and oils that go with your chemistry of your body. Yes, and people don't know about that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That makes it smell more good because all your stuff in the inside's coming out. Yep, Facts. and that attracts that's, people. Yeah, it does. It does. But 
Okay, so you got your first interview, now you're in love. Now, because you say you don't even know what motivated you. So but what motivates you now today? Because you've done so much since that first interview. Like I mentioned before, you've interviewed, you know, Slim from 112. You you interviewed um uh, from New Edition, too. What's his name? Yeah, Ralph Transvent, yeah. Yes, Ralph. I'm a little younger, so Didn't I don't you know Didn't you interview names. Avant, too? Yep. Oh, in Avant. Like, you know, you've interviewed so many people, iconic people from the industry. How did you like maintain that ball rolling like how did you get in these places with them so once people see that you're putting in the work mm -hmm. then they come to you after a while at first i was chasing them and then once i started leveling up people was like oh i enjoy her interviews i think she's dope let's allow her to interview this person so, so i would get an email saying hey you want to interview my client so-and-so and i'm mm -hmm. like oh hell yeah that's a legend and that's how I'll keep the ball rolling. So it's all about just grinding and networking. And sometimes, and a lot of times about it's who you know. Yeah, true. that's true. true. And I wanted to talk about the the Bobby Valentino um, interview because I saw that interview and he was getting a little crazy. And it reminded me of the interview of with that girl, Leah, yes. from the Lemonade with, um, with Stevie J. With Stevie J. You seen oh, that? Oh, mm-hmm. Hold up, hold up. Before you go into that into that question, what would you have done? I was going to ask her that. Dang. <laughs> trying well, to rob I'm kind of bold, question. so I'd be like, I know you're not getting head during this interview. <laughs> what? Like, I know you're not disrespecting my show. Like, that's mm. wild. You sleazebag. Yeah, for how, real though. But, but, you know, she kept it professional. How, she did. She how, did, but that's very How could you keep it is very professional in that point? I think it depends because I'm an uh, independent media outlet, so I can say what I want. Right. I'm not working for TMZ or E! News where I got to stay like a robot mm -hmm. and got to listen to my boss. I'm the boss. Oof. Cool. So you're not, <laughs> not going to come on my that show. Yo, and that, that boss really hit. It's true. Like, you're not going to come on my show disrespect me getting Felicio. Right. Like, this is a professional interview. Right. You know, I'm even me, I'm not going to come here. And be disrespecting y'all. You know what I mean? And she came early. You know? And she came early. Don't look at me like that. I came late. I'm looking at everybody. <laughs> she looked at me like, she came early. You represent all the late, all the late people. Hey, I, you know, I I used to have a problem with being late. I've been a lot What do you better. mean used to? I'm confused. Hey, you know, sometimes things happen. This is not about you. This is about Remy. Okay, let's get back. <laughs> Let's get back to Remy. But, yeah, so I noticed in that interview, he was, like, kind of flirting with you. Even after you told him, oh, I'm going with my man. Uh -huh. And he was, like, I was, like, okay, sir. I was about to get in this conversation. Like, uh-uh, Bobby, you are messy. That's hilarious. I just think I don't really take it anyway because men flirt. That's just how they are. And when you're used to that, you know mm -hmm. how to swindle it. You know how to mm -hmm. change the subject. or Swindle. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know how to curve. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, I don't know. It's just no It's a bob and weave. Yeah, it's like a bob and weave. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes you got to laugh it off. Sometimes you got to be like, uh -huh, don't pay people no mind, you know? Right. But also I know that with Bobby, it's just entertainment. Mm. He's an entertainer and he's here to entertain. He's here. He was entertaining my audience. Like, you know, let me throw a little flirt out there probably, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't take it like that. Nah, and he wasn't he saying nothing disrespectful. Nah, he wasn't disrespectful. It you was know? funny. Yeah, it was, he, was like, it was funny. This nigga is messy. <laughs> <laughs> and in my, in my head, I was cracking up. I was like, I can't believe it. I don't know how that. you held your composure. I would have started dying laughing. <laughs> I could not I, I laughed a little bit. I, I, I think I laughed a little bit. 
Yeah, a little bit off. Um, before we started recording off mic, you were kind of talking about like being careful about what you say and what you don't say because yeah. you know you're at a level and you're continuing to just level up to where people are looking to what you say, like the ultimate opinion. Like exactly, I have that argument now. People are like, "Oh, but you don't understand. Like your opinion is respect." I'm like, "Okay, but I'm still me." But how do you right. keep that under control? I just. I don't let my mind wander so much where it's like, I have to talk about this. Like I had to control myself mm. because it's true. It's like people look up to you after a while and, and people tell me all the time, my little sister, you know, she loves you or mm -hmm. you're the inspiration for all black girls and, and things like that. And I'm like, Oh man, so I can't be on here cursing and, mm -hmm. and wild and stuff like nice. that. I really do got to be careful. Cause you never know. I could have a 12 year old on my page and I want to know, cause I accept everybody. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So it's just one of those things that like, you have to really think, well, who's on my page? Who did I add? Because right. I know I add everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because in this time, too, I'm looking at your Facebook post and you just be saying, like, you be going off, but it's always real shit. Like, <laughs> right. it's never like, fuck you, bitches. Y'all ain't shit. Right. I'm the best. I'm out here. Remy TV is always yeah, like. Because I don't believe in disrespecting other people because I feel like I'm in a better position. I'm not better than nobody. I'm just mm -hmm. doing, I'm in a different lane from everybody else, but I'm not better than nobody else. You and you're also putting in the work. It's right, not like exactly. it's exactly. I would never come to somebody right. and, and not be humble because I've interviewed so-and-so and they didn't or whatever the case is. I would mm -hmm. never be like that. That mm -hmm. makes absolutely no sense. Cause there was a time I had no interviews. Exactly. So I also remember where I come from at all times. I could never be like that. Now, the only time I could possibly say that is a possibility if somebody's disrespecting me, telling me I ain't shit or whatever. And I'll be like, then my cockiness will come out like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you'll hear me, mm -hmm. you know, start coming at Pop people off. crazy. But I'm a, I'm a grown adult mm -hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the person that I was before. So I know how to control my emotions. I know how to control my anger in certain scenarios. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm always going to be respectful until you disrespect me. Then I'm going to go ham. I think that's the perfect segue to get into Will Smith before we go into more questions for you. But I want to get your opinion on Wax on this because it's obviously the talk of the town and I don't want talk you to of leave. The world. Yeah, the talk of the world. I don't want. That's a saying. No, I'm just saying because this. No, yeah, but I don't want you to leave without talking about this because this is huge right now. Mm. So if you've been living under a rock, dead ass. That was like, wild. <laughs> yo, if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Will Smith got up from his seat at the Oscars Sunday evening and slapped Chris Rock after he made a joke about... He slapped the Sonic rings out of him. <laughs> <He slapped his laughs> Damn, I wish I had that button. <laughs> That's so funny. You ever uh, watch Paper Soldiers? Hold on, wait. <laughs> Damn, let me let... He always does this, Remy. <laughs> he always does this, but nah. I want to get your opinion on that because some people are saying this is toxic masculinity. Some people oh, are saying it's unprofessional. He's out of pocket. What's wrong with him? But what do you think? I personally think Into Will mic, Smith please. has been put up against the wall as far as being clowned on, bullied mm -hmm. about things in his relationship. People are clowning him for staying with Jada, saying she's toxic. and But it's coming from people who are not in the industry. It's coming from people who just look up a couple blogs and, and put their own stories together and come up mm -hmm. with their own shit. Right. It's like, but even though we know that and we'll, 
knows that it's still frustrating to go through. You know, as people in an industry, we do go through abuse. We mm-hmm. do go through crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what people fail to understand. I'm not nowhere na- near an A-list celebrity, but I went through mad stuff. I'm not going to lie, yo. Like what? I've been through people trying to sabotage my career, people talking shit about me, people trying to blackball me, like just behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. that nobody would know about unless I, w- I told them. So how you we go through stuff and and me as a media outlet going to different celebrity events, I got shitted on by managers because they think that they're above us because we're journalists. Mm. I went through mad shit. So imagine Will with millions of followers and millions of people that know him. That gotta be nuts. Yeah. So he people are looking at him like, well, he gotta have tough skin, but you guys are forgetting he's a human being, right? We're not mm-hmm. robots. We have real human emotions and, and experiences. Right. So it, it came to a point where he probably snapped. And I don't like the fact that people are making it seem like they never lost their cool in public before. Like mm-hmm. they're this perfect person and they never spazzed out on anyone before. Stop lying. Because I know plenty of people that was on Facebook on my timeline that I seen spaz out in school, high school or whatever. Yeah. I seen them getting into fights. I seen them getting beat up on camera. Just different things. So yeah. oh, the beat up on camera is crazy. Yeah, come on now. I seen a they lot of shit. Them. Yeah, I seen a lot of shit. So stop acting like you're not a human being and and, and treat other people With like grace. they're human beings. Yeah. Come on now. Cause a lot of people have been saying and and obviously we're not condoning violence. Of course we're not. We're not but we're I, saying we're saying people have reactions. Exactly. Let Will slide. He never did nothing like this before ever in his life. <laughs> Something made him snap, yo. So leave the man alone. Yeah, as long as he's been professional, we've never seen he's him come out of pocket. To, never seen him come out of pocket. So leave him alone. Yeah. Like, and he's been going through. And this is what I was trying to explain. There's a, There was beef on the family group chat this uh, last night. We were up till 2 a.m. twiddling thumbs, Twitter fingers. And... Yo, I was just like, yo, I know it's not right to hit people. And my goodness, nobody hates Chris Rock. We love Chris Rock. Yeah. He's a legend. Mm-hmm. Arguably one of the best Everybody comedians. Everybody hates Chris. Cut it out. I cannot. He's arguably <laughs> one of the best comedians, we could say. At least one of yes. the best, yes. right? So, like, I don't hate Chris Rock. I'm not mad at Chris Rock for what he said. Yes, it's insensitive. People are saying he didn't know that she has alopecia. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, like, yo... When you really love someone for real and you're in a position where you feel attacked by everyone else and now they're attacking the very person you're supposed to be standing up for. Mm -hmm. And it's like, damn, we've been under attack for two years publicly. Like, I'm fucking fed up. He's fed up. And ask yourself, have you ever, anybody, and I'm pretty sure everybody been through this, you've been through a situation where your friend is crying to you or whatever, this girl violated her, and you was, I'll smack that bitch for you. Where she at? Yes. If you ain't never said that, you a liar. Well, if people if, have said that for me. Yeah. Because I'm not a fighter. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's the same thing. Not that means you real. love that person. That means you you're gonna you want to protect that right. person at any cost. So stop making it seem like Will did this mo- the most crazy. You're acting like he blew up your house or something. Like, hey. relax. Hey, which slap was, was, was harder? Nipsey or Will? No, nah, that Nipsey smack was crazy. Crazy. Rest in peace to Nipsey. Imagine he if, this. if that if Chris Rock was talking about Laura London. What? You get? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm not even gonna talk about if, if that happened with Nipsey and Lauren. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yo. But I, I don't been know. Shit. Ruben, what do you I, think I, about I, the situation? Right, so, so, you know, everybody's like, oh, but Chris is a comedian. Yeah, you could, you could crack all the jokes. You know, just think about back in high school. You crack the jokes, you know, but I might not take that joke too too well joke jokingly right now you might have to see my fist outside right you know what i mean like you can't you can't tell me how to react to a joke that you're doing at somebody's else's expense right wow i'm so surprised by your perspective right now i mean this is wow growth growth for real you see like um some people would sit there and say, "Oh, but he's a comedian. That's that's whack. He shouldn't never um slapped him." I mean, what is Will gonna do? He, yeah, Will Will did chuckle at the at the joke, you know, because it's off off the off the cuff. Off the cuff is like, you know, ha ha ha. But then he looked over and seen that she was unhappy. Now I gotta I gotta step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. That's that's my wife. Whether y'all want to bring up August Alcina or not. You know, our open relationship, that's still his wife. Right. You know what I mean? So he vowed to protect her. Right. So if that if you're a man of your word, what you gonna do? Yeah. For me, that that's was right. very much a protect black woman moment. Like women moment. Like I know that people could say whatever he wants, oh, he's embarrassing us in front of these white people. We're at the Oscars. Fuck them white people. And that's fine, but like I feel like this needed to happen so people can see and use this as an example. Maybe not in that violence way, but stop playing with people's Mm -hmm. loved ones. Mm -hmm. Facts. Especially like you think these celebrities are just like. They think they're robots. I'm telling you. Yeah. And even Chris Rock, let's let's just assume that he knew. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was being insensitive about it. It's like. I feel like there's just boundaries to things you say and things you do and people you hurt. Like, yeah. kids and parents and disease off limits. For me, personally. Yes. Yeah. So, definitely. for you to make that joke, if you knew, is very insensitive. Now, they're saying he didn't know. It's yeah, kind of like, damn, but now. The, but right, but you know what I think, too? And I, and I used this example earlier. I said, they probably could have just been having a bad day because maybe if it was five days ago... She would never got pissed. Mm-hmm. It's like a person that goes through depression. Mm-hmm. You're happy for ten days, and then on eleventh day, you're back depressed. And and somebody could say something crazy to you. You snapping or you offing yourself. You just yeah. never know what pushes the person over the, the edge. Yeah. Exactly. So it maybe that day was Will's day. Like yeah. you played with me today, and I wasn't in the mood. And I really love what um he shared what Denzel said to him. Denzel was like, you know. Basically, you get tested at your highest point. And we're watching him win the NAACP Awards for the first time. And he won an Oscar that night, literally right after that, for the very first time in his career. And what I've been trying to explain to people is, like, Will's been fighting for his career his whole life. And he put mad pressure on himself to be perfect, the perfect husband, the perfect dad, the perfect person, and realize one day I'm not perfect at all. I'm hurt. I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. I resent my father. My father died. My wife is being ridiculed. You know, I'm jealous. Of, like the Tupac joke. Like for me, the Tupac joke is overkill now. Mm-hmm. It's like it's you see it's the, disrespectful the, now. It's people just point. being bullies the, at this the, point. The, the yeah, pe- it's crazy. People like to join packs. <laughs> wagons. Yeah, it's true. You know, like 
oh, we 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 beat this horse down. Yeah, let me jump right on that horse and beat him up too. It's like, crazy. And it's, it's like whack. damned if you do and damned if you damned, don't. You yeah. tell people your emotions, then you're soft. You don't tell Facts. people your emotions, then you're a goody two shoes and you think you're perfect. Right. Like, come on now. You know. Like it's like, what do you want? Let yeah. let these people be transparent. Oh, and then people are saying, Well, they're putting their business out there so much. Why do you give a fuck? Right. And you being transparent. And you're drinking all the hot tea. Yeah, and you love <laughs> it. And you're watching the full episode and giving them the coins that they need to keep surviving. You yes. watch the whole episode. You Crazy. See, there's a teaching moment here. Definitely. A very there's big one. There's a couple that a lot teaching. of people are skipping right over. Which one was Chris Rock teaching? got slapped in front of the world. Mm-hmm. Super viral. He has all the reason to be mad at the situation and try to sue, retaliate, whatever. Mm -hmm. But he was a grown man and he he took accountability for his wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's honorable. Mm -hmm. To me, that's honorable. You get slapped, but you know you said something. Take that out. Yeah, take that, that out and like walk like a man. man. He, you Jake, can see Jake he Paul, looked like Jake hurt Paul and jumped right. I think he was hurt and um, definitely and, and he was surprised. Yeah, I think he was surprised. I think he was hurt. I think it, it was all those emotions all in one. He didn't know what to do. He was like, "Oh, like I'm hosting." You know, he's hosting. He had to get right back to work and snap out of it. And I know that had to be the hardest thing for him because that's embarrassing. Yeah, yes, yeah. And I feel bad. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Yeah. I felt I felt bad for Chris. I said, "Damn, I really do wish." Maybe he should have checked them outside or checked them backstage and not in front of an audience because it would have been less embarrassing. No, nah, you, yeah. you, you, you teaching them like, yo. I don't even think he thought of like, there's yo, people he here. No, I think course. if it was a better joke, it they would have let like, it pass. But that was a terrible joke. Off rip for <laughs> the Christmas. Did people He's, laugh at that joke? I, I think he slapped them more because it was a bad joke. I don't know. It, it sounded like some people were kind of offended too because a lot of people know that she has alopecia. She made yo, a public announcement yo, Lupi, on it. Yo, you see when he was like, you don't talk, um, don't um, keep your, um, keep my, keep my, wife's my wife's name out, out of your fucking, fucking mouth. Lupita was like, oh my God. <laughs> the whole she was turned on actually. I'm not going to hold you. I was like, girl, me too. I think Jada was a little turned on too. I ain't going to lie. She said, who's hey. this? Well, it's a definitely. new man. Mm-hmm. She liked that <laughs> yeah, shit. She hey, was like, we turned hey, into but block. You know what I mean? If you're... At, all right, so let's... As a man, you know what I mean? You know, or the person... who Whoever is the dominant person. There's always a dominant person in a relationship. That's right. Definitely. That person or the other person, don't matter, vice versa, should... You should protect each other. Yes. yes, at the end of the day. And, you know, he did what he had to do. Whether we think it's justified or not, it's justified for her. And for mm-hmm. himself, too. And for himself. And also, he's the only person, really, that knows why he did it, What was what's really going on. I mean, but that slap was amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It almost looked fake. Yo. It looked on some w- Come closer to the WWE shit. I was like, yo. Not even Shawn Michaels can slap somebody like yo. that. Shawn Michaels, <laughs> I can't <laughs> win. 
the nigga jokes. Yo. But how do you, because you mentioned depression and waves of depression, and I know that you're very outspoken on mental health, and mm-hmm. you have a mental health expo coming up in April, right? Yep, yep. April 23rd at 25 Maple Street, downtown Pawtucket. Yes, Liddy. And you have a whole bunch of vendors. You got panels planned. You got Ooh. all this shit. Yeah, I'm super excited on. about it because a lot of people in the black and brown community, right, we grew up thinking... You know, therapy is just for crazy people or um, we have family cycles where it's like you try to express your feelings to your mom and and she's like, shut up or something like that. Don't talk (laughs) back to me or whatever. And you could be telling someone you're hurt. So we have to break a lot of family cycle, um, you know. And I created this event so that I'm able to do that. Like I have a black therapist. Mm. A lot of people can't relate to, you know, therapists that's not the same color as them or didn't grow up like them. So, you know, I searched Far and wide to get this uh, black therapist. So I really want people to come out and enjoy it and actually talk to people who they can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and also I got a meditation expert um, because I want people to know that there's more than putting yourself in a bubble bath with candles and think that that's the only form of self-care. <laughs> right. There's way more things you can do for self-care and things that you probably didn't tap into that you may really love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to be doing breath work, breath work exercises and, and teaching you how to, you know, control your emotions, control your anger and, and, and all of that stuff. So it's going to be dope. And, you know, usually my events are always going to be educational anyway. Mm-hmm. Back in October, I did a business expo. I had the uh, Secretary of State office come and teach people how to get their LLCs, how much are LLCs at the end of the year, how to start a nonprofit organization, S Corp, B Corp, different things like that. So nine times nine times out of ten, my events are always going to be educational. You're doing God's work. Yeah, hell no, yeah. literally, because people need to be educated. There's so much misinformation and lack of resources too, mm-hmm. especially especially here in Rhode Island. It's a predominantly white. Uh, state, but don't get it twisted. Providence is popping. I don't want to hear no shit. Uh, what's the dude's name from the podcast? Uh, I am athlete podcast talking about what's in Rhode Island. I'm gonna show you what's in Rhode Island. Yeah, somebody said that. Yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, you know why? And people say that because people are not making it out of here to tell about Rhode Island. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's not enough people on higher platforms to say, "Oh, nah, this is who's who, and this is what's going and on." And they're there. there, and they. Or they're there and they don't mention Providence. Right. Or they don't even come here to even see what's, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't come back home. So, I again, ha- it's just ignorance and people just talking shit. I had you an know? issue with um, Rosenberg, um, Peter Rosenberg. Rosenberg saying something like that because um, um, he was talking this. about um, he had a little issue with Mike Studd. And he was like. What's in Providence, Rhode Island? No, he was interviewing Cousin Stiz. Yeah, but it was about. Um, Mike Studd that he was oh. talking about. Yeah, but Mike Studd is not even the representative. Uh, like when I think of Prov, I don't think of Mike Studd. I'll never think of Mike Studd. No offense. Nobody does. You know what to I be mean? Honest. Like, there's just certain artists and people that you know who's really working. Like, mm-hmm. if you say Remy TV in a room, people know. Okay, I know what that is. You say Spark Up in a room. Okay, I know what that is. You say Sabrina and Jay. Oh, I know who. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's just specific names mm-hmm. that have a credibility attached to it. Do you feel like you're at that place in the city though? Like now I do before I didn't feel like that before I feel like I I still got a lot of work to do. Mm. And even though I feel like this, I still feel like I still got a lot of work to do. Cause if there's certain doors that I can't get into in my own city still, I'm like, I still got a lot of work to do. I didn't accomplish what I need to accomplish yet Mm -hmm. for the city and I'm going to do it. 
it's just a matter of when it's gonna happen. But I'll, if mm-hmm. if people tell me nah, a lot of people close doors on me. A lot of people be like, oh yeah, nah. I'm going through the back door. There's no way you're telling me I can't and I'm not. Right. You know how many people told me, like to oh, you're it. not. Um, how, why would anybody want to write about you in Forbes? Why? I don't understand. Like, And I'm like, oh, you try to play me. I'm going through the back door and I'm getting in Forbes now. Watch how I move. Once you hear me say watch how I <laughs> move, it's over. <laughs> it's over with. Yo, Remy got a full clip for anybody. What's <laughs> up? Because, and also too, when you grow up in the hood and you grow around, grow up around certain individuals, you become a hustler, you become a grinder, you become, and nobody's telling me no about shit. And yo. if, if yo, yeah. I'm dead ass because <laughs> people were trying to play me in Rhode Island. I said, but I'm going to leave Rhode Island and then I'm going to come back with the source and then you're going to respect me. But by the time you respect me, I'm not fucking with you. Hmm. By the time you want to interview me, I'm going to say, nah, you're too small for me now. Oof. Yikes. Oof. Too small. Jesus. No, that, but that's how they was treating me before. Yo, it, it be you like too that. small to come on my show. You too... What? Nah. And they closed the door on me. It be like that. And and, and now Easy. they see the the my the accolades. They see the resume. Now they're like, oh, yeah, Remy. Nah, I'm all sad, baby. <laughs> Period. I'm all sad. Once, once I went on <laughs> Hot 97, once I got on Forbes, and oh, now you want to talk to me, but now I don't want to talk to you. I know exactly what you mean. Oof. I know exactly what you mean. And, the, and, like the, and the people that I do speak to is people that I know that value me and respect me from day one. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I, that I talk to. Now you can't talk to me. Don't even DM me. Right. Because. <laughs> Leave it on. And it may sound harsh, now, but oh, you I'm going to keep it on You're going to open it and, <laughs> and mark it on. Like, like you never opened it again. Oh, so unread. Like it's gonna say red, and then it's gonna say unread. Yeah. But that's the thing. I tell them I'm good though. I literally, yeah. uh, no, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah, you gotta. I feel like you gotta keep it real so they know. Mm-hmm. They, there's no question. Like this is what I always tell people: is like if I fuck with you, you'll know. If I don't fuck with you, you will also know. That's right. Like, I want you to know that there's no smoke and mirrors. Exactly. You know if I fuck with you or not. Because I hate when people feel like they got to question it. Well, does she or... Yeah, I'm gonna no. tell you off the rip. I'm like, you don't I, gotta do all. That. I'm very transparent. <laughs> I communicate very well. I let you know why I wasn't feeling this. So I wasn't feeling that. Mm-hmm. I let people know these things, yeah. and a lot of people don't like me for that. But as, I don't as you fuck. should. That, like you came yeah. at me about the gym. Yeah, oh yeah. On Facebook. I was yeah. like <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. She was like, Did you take this after you after oh, you went yeah. to the gym without me? Oh, I was like <laughs> She got me, she got you me. She had a pre workout? <laughs> she had a she be pre working out without me. She called nah, me. No, 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 no. Um I saw her at the gym, that's crazy, and I didn't know because she was all wrapped up like Yo, a little old lady. I be having my <laughs> my hat on, my mask on, a hoodie on looking a hot mess. Like I you know, I look like I chill at crossroads you know <laughs> not crossroads oh, i be looking geez. so homeless at the gym i'm like i oh, hope nobody see me but you know i don't care and then you i see you know i was like oh yeah i'm gonna have a gym buddy now I'm and like, she be dubbing me she be dubbing my shit nah i don't dub you yeah. but i just go late what, what gym is this edge edge oh the ghetto it's dead ass a nightclub in that gym it, it's instead of operation hours of operation it says club hours they're what? not playing about that gym. You never noticed that? <laughs> Look, next time I'm like club out. Get out of here. Nah, but they play Can like techno reggaeton. It's like yeah, it be lit in it sometimes with the music. Yo, and it be packed. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to. I, I brought up the gym because I wanted to ask you about um, Nicki Minaj's interview with Joe Budden. You watched it? 
I watched a little bit of it because it was late. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Damn. it was long. It, it was, was very long. And I started getting tired. But she talks about like her appearance and she talks about how she kind of felt pressure mm-hmm. to have I've like a should be thick and fat ass and all that stuff. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like being that you're a woman who's pushing doors down into the industry, eventually you will be getting with the ant butts and the diaper <laughs> yes, butts. Well, you see, you can't do that. I can do that because I'm a woman. You can't do that. No, no, it's not right for me or you you're, to do it. Don't be mad. It's like saying, nigga, white people can't say it, but we can. Damn, I think I've been doing N-bombs the whole time. And you didn't check me. <laughs> no. But he wants to check me now. I'm just oh. saying, like, saying ant bottoms. It's true. They come on. They I was look crazy. It I looks mean, like a water balloon. A few water balloons back there. Yeah, you're not lying. But. Two little water balloons. And we gotta keep it a hundred at all times. It is what it is. It, it's too much. It See, is a lot. If I would have said that though. Yeah, but you know we ladies, so we. Uh, I'll let y'all we'll say take it for the you. For yeah. But you. how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel pressured to look a certain way? Oh, my whole life I felt pressured to to be that way. You know, I always hated my body. I always been a slim girl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I got clowned on for being um slim. So just imagine coming into an industry where you see nothing but all these injectable bodies, these plastic bodies, and you're like, damn. You know, should I? Shouldn't I? You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, should I try to fit in? And it's one of those things where it's like you have to love yourself, right? You you have to just say, Remy, it's the internet that's doing that. It's the, don't let the people of the world brainwash you to feel like this is where you need to be. And it may be the slower route, mm-hmm. but it's the best route. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I mean, honestly, and no offense to Wendy Williams, and I really do hope that she's doing well. But if she could be on TV... Anybody could be on TV. Mm-hmm. She's not. I'm not gonna call her. <laughs> I'm the, interested to ask why. Listen, if you don't interrupt me, I could. He's also good at that. But um, I don't want to say she's ugly because everybody has a type. No, no, no she, say, she's definitely say, not ugly. But she is not the. She, say with your chest. She is not the status quo of beauty. Like one. The world says beautiful or the industry says beautiful. This is not the kind of woman. First of all, you're a black woman. They already don't want black women on TV. What's her time slot? You're, I don't know, you're tall and like just bodies Body. not shapely. You know what I mean? Like right. other and, women and, we've and seen. And that's what makes people beautiful, right? Is that they're different. Their Everybody looks yeah. so different. Is Somebody may not Somebody may find me attractive, but not find Wendy attractive. And somebody may find Wendy right. very attractive, and they be like, "Damn, Remy's an ugly ass bitch." That, that's what so, I'm saying. So saying you know, if she can make it, somebody that looks completely right. different than what we're used to, then anybody can. So make you're it. saying that Wendy Williams looked like Madea? No, nah, I didn't say that. She you didn't said even that. Yo, <laughs> no, by the way, by the way, the last Madea movie that dropped on Netflix, it's not good, but it is funny. No, it's I didn't like it's it. great. It's I love trash. It. I didn't find it funny. I didn't laugh. You didn't laugh at and all? I'm a, I'm a at-home comedian. I didn't Come laugh. Come on. How did you laugh at that one? <laughs> at home I that, did. That's I, one of the funnier ones. I didn't like it. I ain't going to lie. Why, what didn't you but, like about it? I just didn't find the jokes funny. I didn't laugh. But that's okay. But that's what makes the world go around is that we all had different tastes in comedy and stuff true. like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mad at anybody who enjoyed it. I'm like, you enjoyed it. That's what's up. What, I just didn't enjoy what, it. What kind of comedy is Remy into? What gets Remy going like this? I wouldn't hilarious. know. Somebody would have to say something. I would comments. bust out. All right, something. let's say you know? a bunch of movies. You start. Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. I don't think I've seen that. 
Okay. Um, like I, like Friday after next to me was funny. Like stuff okay. like that. Rush okay, hour okay, two. okay. I didn't see that either. So goofy comedy. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you say? Rush hour two. You, you never seen Rush hour two? Oh, Rush hour two. Very funny. Uh, Hilarious. I, I was about to say. That's actually one of my favorite. This movies. interview's done. Her. This uh, interview <laughs> is done here. I thought you said Charlotte Rouge. I said what? Oh no, Charlotte Rouge. That's, that's a movie now. That is a that is a movie. Charlotte Rouse? I, I believe so. There's mm. something called like that. Charlotte's, Charlotte's Web? I don't know. Charlotte's <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Lady oh, oh, but I, I also wanted to um, go back to what we was talking about as mm-hmm. far as like the body imaging and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I notice girls, you know, going into that. Well, I think I'm going to get closer this to the mic. Or bring the mic closer oh, to you. Whichever way is comfortable. When I, when I notice different women feeling insecure, I think... That's my job to to make them feel secure because I'm like, don't fall for that. I ha- actually had someone tell me, in a, in a, and this is a very known person in the industry, told me that I should bleach my skin later. Dead what? Deadass. And wild. I had somebody tell me, well, I would have your client on there, but I don't want my client to be on a boring show. I said, how is my show boring? They're like, you don't show enough skin. And I said, excuse me. I said, I'm a journalist, not a fucking video vixen. Yo, that's wild so wild. those are the things that i be telling you that there's certain things that go on behind the scenes that i don't i don't need to broadcast those things but if i choose to tell it, i tell it but those are some of the things that i have went through it's mm-hmm. just like damn should i show more skin should i have a little ass out <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it makes you wonder mm-hmm. would this get me more views and, and traction mm-hmm. for my brand and then i snap back into reality and i said girl you a fucking g you don't need to do all of that extra stuff. People are gonna deal with you regardless. People yes. fuck with you now. I mean, it's really personality these days. We're in the era where personality wins. Personality's making money. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing Instagram people get money for being cute. There's this Yo. dude I follow. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful, mad handsome, beautiful, just popping, muscular. All he does is go on live and do this. And the girl's like, oh my God, so fine. Putting Julie emojis and he's getting paid off that. That's crazy. So it's personality. Like Yo. you just use what you got to your advantage. Exactly. That's the biggest currency right now. Exactly. Attention. Attention and individuality. Yeah. People mm-hmm. like different shit now. Like, cause we're getting so bored. It's oversaturated. Have mm-hmm. you noticed that in social media, you're getting like different avenues of different like for example, you have your cooking shows now nowadays. The people that make um, c- recipes and they're showing you how to make it. Then you have a person show you how to showing you how to dress. That's like super popular in that, and people just literally follow, follow this them person for that. Yeah. For that, like we're starting to see like people get into these industries and like they're making money. Mm-hmm. This is like, the year. Well, this has been the years of entrepreneurship, for sure. People yeah. are making money off of TikToks, Reels. They don't need to work nine to fives no more. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why the government was like, oh, we got to put these W-2s out for this cash app and stuff. Yeah, we can't make more than $600 whatever. before mm-hmm. we send you the papers because yeah. they know what's up. Yeah, they know. They're trying to keep control of every dime that gets in everybody's pockets. Mm-hmm. But y- speaking... I, I just- uh, money in people's pockets you talk a lot about investing in yourself yeah talk a little bit about the importance of that because i know we spoke briefly about like what it costs and paying taxes and doing all that so how do you keep up with that and where did you learn how to 
you know, work as a business? Well, I first realized that when I said, Remy TV is not really going nowhere, you know, how can I grow my, my business? How can I grow my brand? So I started looking into branding. I started looking into marketing, um, what I needed to put money in um, as far as like investing in like a good camera person or investing in a great wardrobe. All of that stuff is investing in you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Depending on what you do. I'm a br- I'm I I am my brand. Right. So you're the face. You know, I'm the face. So I always gotta look good. I always gotta, you know what I'm saying, make sure my camera people's on point. I gotta make sure the studio's paid. I gotta make sure I got my travel fees, my gas money, different things like that. And that's all before you start being known before money starts coming back into your so mm-hmm. I was working a regular job. I was working at CCRI and I started putting my money away until I saved up to about $10,000. Mm-hmm. And and going to school, I was taking a bus to school and everything. And I said, nah, I'm about to put this down payment on this car. That was my first investment. Once I did that, I was able to travel to do my interviews. And I said, okay, so now I'm able to do that. But now I got to invest 5K, 6K into marketing and branding. So I had to <sighs> do that. So it's a lot of money. So when people come to me and they be like, oh, yeah, I ain't got a hundred dollars for that. I ain't got I'm like, so hang up your fucking career. You ain't got no you ain't got a hundred dollars to invest into yourself. Then what are you here for? This is a hobby for you. Yeah, because you're going to scrap and scramble for that hundred dollars to get you on a platform to be seen in front of a hundred thousand people or whatever else. I'm sorry. It is what it is. And, and you got to pay to play. And I've been paying to play as far as like investing in myself. Right. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's true. It's now, very important. Now, what, I don't know if you're familiar with the metaverse and what's it becoming. How is Remy going to adjust to that? I'm I'm jumping in that. I already thought about that. I said, yeah. I'm having my talk show on the metaverse. You crazy? Yo, the, the metaverse I already have somebody building my stage and everything. That's lit. That's going to be fire. So, I'm yeah. not playing. You, you know Speaking what, of. Crazy. Before. Before we get into what you're going to say, the metaverse is going to be so, so crazy that you don't even have to leave your house to. Yeah, exactly. Things. Like that. Uh, I don't know if you watch. Uh, is it um, Wally? The Pixar movie? With mm-hmm. The robots? Where people are just home and and they're like. I don't know if that's Wally, but go on. Well, eventually you can make money and you can work from your house and not leave. I mean, you can do that now, but right. it's going to become to a different level where now you really don't have to go anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this now, when this happens, this new wave of soon. different things, please don't forget to go outside and enjoy the air and enjoy the sun and talk with your friends Real and have shit. dinner because all this social media stuff is having you brain dead where you're not living your life. You're literally, I, I can't picture myself, myself staying in the house be, just because the metaverse is out. Mm-mm. I need to go enjoy life. And, but I think that's what the people want. They want us to stay in this lower yeah. thing yeah. right here. You, you, and that's going to make people go low, deeper into depression too. Being in the house all day on I a mean, video game we're basically. We're seeing it now after the quarantine. A lot of yeah. people's mental health went to... It went to shits because yeah. you're at home, you're bored, you don't mm-hmm. got money. Yeah, there's unemployment, but that only lasted for so long. And people's missing out on rent. Like, people's really struggling out here. Mm-hmm. 
in the, in the house set. stuck with people they don't really like or you're noticing things about family. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of realizations happen during quarantine. And I think that the metaverse is just capitalizing off the fact that, oh, we know that we can make money while people are still at home because mm-hmm. they mastered it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We were at home, but all the top dogs, the 1%, the corporations, they were all making money still. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. And we're just here, chilling. You know, stress, And that's why you got to tap in. You got to do your research, do your due diligence. and Don't get left behind. Don't get left behind and be on the same level as the hustler. You got you to gotta want this shit. You got to grind, mm-hmm. yo. It's not easy to grind either. There's going to be days where today you made $0 and tomorrow you, make, you may make $500 or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And but, speaking of, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but don't forget to take your your breaks, your self-care breaks, because you will be, I'm telling you, it's not a game. If you don't take your self-care breaks, you will be in depression. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm telling you, go outside. Go soak up that vitamin D. Get grounded. People don't know about meditation and spirituality and just putting your foot in some sand in the ground and ground yourself. Yo, that really, it works for real. Yeah, it makes it. There's something about being by the water, too, that feels like yes. close yeah. to God, kind of. Exactly. It's, but people are not into spirituality yeah. to know so that. Your understand. spirit knows. Yeah. Yo, You're not tapped you in. You feel it, too. Yeah, you, fi- you definitely feel it. You, you ever, like, took a walk through woods? It feels like- good. It's a little scary, but it does feel good. It, it feels, feels good. amazing. <laughs> it feels good, yeah. But you talked about a stage, so let's talk about your TV show because you got a TV show. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. How'd you get into that? How'd you get? Um, you know, how'd you find out about it? What's the deets? Give us the tea. Well, the deets was I had nowhere to film, and I had to think of okay, where am I gonna film at? Who do I gotta pay? And then it got me like, okay. What's my five to ten year plan? I'm going to use this studio for about five years and I'm going to invest this X amount of dollars to have Remy TV studios in the state of Rhode Island so that I'm able to have my own stuff, have my own broadcast or whatever, have my own cable channel. You know, those are my five year goals, but I had to take one step at a time. So right now I'm just filming out of a studio in Seekonk, Massachusetts, but I have my own set there. You know what I'm saying? Something Mm -hmm. I can call my own for right now, even though I don't own the space. You know what I'm saying? But I, I know it's mine. People respect me there. They love this show. I'm the only one doing celebrity interviews there. So they welcome me with open arms. And they actually, you know, agree with what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do for this, for the state, which is highlight people of color that is not getting the recognition they deserve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, And earlier you talked about, um, like, managers disrespecting because they don't feel like journalists, like, they feel like journalists are lower. Where do you see journalism right now in media, especially, I guess, as a black woman? Like, how do you portray it and what do you what do you think about it? I think journalism makes people what they are. You know, you read blogs. That's journalism. You see what we it's like, for instance, you you see somebody in uh what is it? What's what's the Rolling Stone or something like that? You take that as word as bond. Oh, you in there? You know what I'm saying? That's mm. journalism. We make the careers, so don't treat us like shit. Right. We're the one that's interviewing you. We're the one that's making you level up. Really? Press. It's press. Everybody needs press, good or bad. Press, 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 press. Cool. Exactly. And that, and that's it. us. We're the press. You that's know what I'm true. Saying? Is there anyone in the industry? I know you didn't. You said that you didn't really 
you never really thought of doing this, but is there anyone now currently in the industry that you kind of like look to like, oh, that's like kind of like the blueprint. I want to do some of those things. Um, As far as like um television, television, media, any kind of media. Honestly, no. I, I look at um daytime television. I kind of find it boring Day- to be honest with you. Right now it's a no little spice. slow. They got they got the talk, the real. I think the real is being canceled. Actually, mm-hmm. they have um T- Tamar, mm-hmm. not Tamar. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. This woman with the shortcut. Yep, she's on there. Kelly Clarkson. She's trash. I'm so sorry. Damn, I never watched her show. She's trash. It's different, but like she talks too much about herself. You know, you know what I think? What the problem is? Because they don't want. Younger people on television. If you notice, they're all seasoned people, right? Mm -hmm. They're all older. Yeah, like they already had other careers. That's what I'm saying. So I think that they have people that's our age on there. I think it'll bring a new spice to it, a new light, a new Mm -hmm. perspective on stuff. Because we Mm -hmm. don't, we don't think like a a 50 year old would think. You know, we would have different opinions. So maybe they should mix it up. Maybe they should do a 35 year old with a 45 year old as a co host or whatever the case is. But it's boring to me. Yeah, right they now. gotta switch it, it up. It reminds me of like hot one. I mean, one hot one six is trash. One oh six in Park. Mm. When that shit came on, it was like fresh faces. Exactly. We never really seen something. I mean, of, we've seen that, that but like in that format, young, fresh, black faces, mm-hmm. people in the crowd going crazy. It was like TRL but black, right? Yeah. You know, so that was dope. I feel like that too. Like with the Rhode Island scene, we got the road show, and I'm saying to myself. You know, I respect it, but I don't respect it because we we need a black host on there. Of course, I want to be the host, of course. Um, but yeah, what's the black faces on there? And I'm, I'm not talking about guests. I'm talking about hosts. You don't have to say it because I know you're media trained, but I'll say it for you. The road show is fucking whack. It's dry. It's stale. They're just hiring people that's already within the company, privileged, just out of college, got internships, know somebody. Um, Hot 106 is trash. You have two white people trying to represent the hip-hop culture, and they don't know shit about hip-hop. And if they do, they don't highlight it like they're supposed to. Like, they have the resources, and maybe not the funding, so I can't speak too much on that, but they have the resources to make connections. Mm -hmm. You can interview... I don't know. You can interview the financial podcast dudes. Like you could start small, mm-hmm. but you have mm-hmm. the sources to do so, and you have the white privilege. Yeah, you mean to tell me you're not? You don't want to pull any of us up? That's what I'm and you saying. You mean to tell me you're not doing research on on who's the it's media personalities, me. the black media personalities in Rhode Island, and, and maybe interview some of us? Oh, no, they, they interview. They, they definitely know. They're just not. You know. They the, don't care, and that's they why you interviewed go John the Hope. Door. And John Hope was not it, the interview was not aired on the radio. Why? It was like separate on YouTube. I'm like, why? John Hope deserves more attention than that. What? I'm I didn't know that. You, just, because they don't like. I I believe that they don't cater to the to the talent here. Now they're doing they're doing something where they're. They're trying to... I saw that. But like, I'm not even talking about um, catering to local. I don't give a fuck. But, but, but cater even, to black people mm-hmm. because your station is making bread off black music. Exactly. So why don't you care about the black community? They've never done anything for Providence. It's all about them staying in positions of power. Definitely. And just being greedy and don't want to pull people up. That's just how the industry is. Welcome. That's just yeah, what it is. And that's why... And I'm going to tell you again. Watch how I move. Like I'm not playing with people 
Yeah, you know what it is also? A lot of these corporations and, you know, companies are being owned by people that aren't aren't in the mix. Right. These people don't know anything. They're, They're not paying hip. people to tell them what is hip and those people, you know, it's people Jewish people that runs the whole entire industry, hip hop industry. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, you know what I mean. They're they're not they're not tapped in, right? So it's all. like you know, I got, you know, you got some sixty year old that's hiring these fifty year olds to do all these shows, and it's like, it doesn't really? make like, sense. How does it make sense? Like hip hop is not old. It's not, mm-hmm. not only it's is young. it not old, but it's just like, you just don't know the culture and you can't respect the people. You can't say you respect the people of the culture when you're not really putting food in these people's, you know what I mean? Like you're not no, really feeding exactly. the black community, but you're making so much bread off the you know, black the community. Culture. Yeah, the culture is crazy. And this goes for any viewer, e- even if you work for Hot 106, I want you. I want y'all to drop in the comments. What was the last artist Hot 106 put up? They had oh, wait. somebody. No, that, the that they broke. Let's oh, put it that way. No, that they nobody. broke. Because they got the power to break an artist. Oh, yeah, for Just sure. Just like you p- play them Drake Drake um records. You could play a D. Gomes record. You could play a Lily Rain record. But you could play a John Hope. Shout out to DJ Half Pint, I think. Oh it yeah, is, he who, yeah he be playing artist music. Yeah, he played Ty. He's Cooper's the only music. yeah because mm-hmm. be, because he's tapped in. Right. You know, a lot of the DJs on Hot 106 aren't tapped in. Well, look at f- for example, someone that's putting on for everybody in the state franchise. Right. Franchise is calling up these rappers come freestyle. And, and they're calling it. him and vice versa. And you know what I mean? So so Hot 106, what are you doing? It's so trash. You I'm know, so it, mad about it. Being gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got so many t- talented people that could run that and make it 10 times better. You know, that's it. That's it. Not, not pointing at myself. You know, Definitely but not. I'm in the room with two two amazing women that. Wild bands. Thank you no, so much. No, no. And this is I'll not to. No. Yeah, take take it. I'm gonna save it for later because compliments don't come too oh, often around here. They don't. They don't. It's <laughs> you tough see, love. he's we, an asshole. They don't. He's mad we run proud of a, that. A tough love system. I don't know if that's healthy. No, she's actually. she's like my little sister. You're gonna so get I, fired. You know, <laughs> then fire me. Benz. But, uh, but yeah, on some real shit. Like yo, if Hot 106 really wants to tap in, tap in for real. Don't won't. have tap in. You know what I mean? Because I feel that's like, you know, we're going we're gonna to throw the bone here and see what happens. No. They could really get this shit popping if they wanted to. Look. They really could. Remember look, Hot Night? Oh, yo, Hot Night used to be crazy. That had to be another person could do running that. that. But There's I'm saying, like, they have there. the power to do that. Like, Hot 97, got, the Summer Jam, you know? like all of that. That's where I was going. Like, But hot, is it the city, too? Is it the governors? Is it the, that's the people point. saying, we don't want these rap- rappers here? Because Yo, cause Fat be trying to run background checks on people. I'm like, that's crazy. Will you run background that. checks on these rock and rollers? No. Well, you know the hip hop community is rowdy, so you're saying people of color are rowdy. That's what you're. That's what I hear when you mm. say that. But how do you plan to change that? Is that something that you like? 
Because, you know, people feel like, oh, just because I'm a black woman doesn't mean I'm responsible to change. Like, why is it my responsibility? But is that something you think about? It does. It's something I, I think about all the time. And um, one of the things that I wanted to start off with was, well, how can we get movie premieres aired here? Let's start off with that type of entertainment first so I can get my feet wet a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, like, for instance, Hocus Pocus was being filmed here. I'm like, yo, I can guarantee you nine times out of ten, they're going to have the movie premiere in L.A. Yeah. Sure. How yep. come we can't have it here or at least have one in both so that the people who do want to do media and do their first celebrity red carpet can be yeah. here and do and it. And give back to the city which you that rented you filmed out. in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and that's something that I definitely want to work on and try to do. And then I think we can work on the maybe the rap stuff. And But it has to be somebody that knows the people higher in power to, to talk to them and say, listen, I know stuff gets a little crazy sometimes. But, yo, these people need something that they can relate to. They love this music. This is what they are. You got to cater to the minority community, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in Providence because it's so diverse here. Very diverse. But you also talked about your five to ten year plan. And, and I know you, you, you got to go. So I don't know if you want to leave, but we're on your time. So whenever you want to, you know, could just cut us off. We will talk all night, especially Ruben. But I you talked will. about a, a five to ten year plan. What's the vision for you? Um, I really want to have my own cable network. And and because I see a lot of indie filmmakers, mm. I see a lot of um, artists on here. And I feel like once I'm able to do that, you know how BET has like baby boy playing 24-7 of the day? <laughs> I want to have indie filmmakers on my on my cable network on certain days i want to play music videos mm. from local artists and i want my cable network to be strictly for indies right all over the world not just local but everywhere mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying be and and that'll be the channel for us to watch for us by us you know what i'm saying yeah and, and i bet you somebody and the cable and this is how cable works people don't know you can get a cable channel that could be channel one two people will watch channel one but I said cable. I want one of those up ones that's going to mm -hmm. cost me a lot of money because those are the ones that get the most views on it. That's the one that gets the most advertisement. Mm -hmm. I want the most eyes on that channel as possible because you never know what could come out of that. You could see, let's just say, Tom or something mm -hmm. like that. He could be a dope violinist or something. He could be signed by Diddy or something because Diddy watched that channel. You just never know. You really never now, know who's watching. Now, with the evolution of like YouTube all these streaming platforms, why is cable still so important? People still watch it. People still watch out here watching Ratchet TV. People still out here watching OWN. And especially the demographic. Um, it may not be our age mm -hmm. people, but the older people that got the money in their pockets, the millionaires, the billionaires, they're still watching mm -hmm. cable. They're at home, chilling mm -hmm. with their family watching cable. True. And kids. Kids and watch kids. TV. They're not out here at the club anymore. You know what I'm saying? They still watch cable. They're not on YouTube like that. No, I mean, but like the teenagers, because really I feel like teenagers are what push the culture. Like mm -hmm. right yeah. now it's the TJ and the Dirk and them little people, they know the words to all that. Yeah, they do. So, you know, they pushing the culture forward. But that was a good question because I was going to ask that question too, with especially because like I was told, oh, don't do journalism. But it was right before the blog era. Had I not listened and done that, who knows where I could have been. Don't ever listen to nobody. People was telling me, don't do Remy TV. There's no entertainment industry in Rhode Island. How are you going to get the celebrities? How are you going to do it? And I remember first, I kind of believed it. I said, damn, that, they may be right. 
But I don't know. I think it was just meant to be because I kept going anyway. But imagine if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yo. What would you be doing if? Probably yeah. in a law firm, stressed out. <laughs> Bored. Bored. Writing um, litigation papers and arbitration papers and stressed out. Mm-hmm. But but what I can say is I feel like God put me in a position to do that because now I know how to write contracts. I know how to mm-hmm. read my own contracts. Nobody could ever play me with no contracts or none of that. So that law stuff came hand in hand with what I'm doing with this shit. Mm, it's like you, it was like a, yeah, it was so like a crazy. checkpoint. Yeah, it was so crazy how it happened. That is crazy. They, they do say that you get put in a position you're supposed to, once you're in that position, Things Take start. it and run for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Things sure. And and, and don't get me wrong. Some days are hard as hell. Some days I go through regular emotions like everybody else. When I'm like, damn, I haven't done no interviews in a minute because I've been focusing on events and, and trying to, you know, bring education to the community, different things like that. I'm like, damn, I didn't even send out any interview requests in like three weeks or something like that. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, my audience is probably going to think I'm neglecting them or whatever. So I go through. Um, emotions too when people are like well you know not at this time then I'm like I'm about to quit this shit like when you reach out to celebrities yeah when I reach out to certain people like there's certain people that feel like my media outlet is too, still too small for them mm-hmm. there's certain people that I reached out when I first started and they told me no and then when I grew then they told me yeah mm-hmm. so when people tell me no not at this time I'm like oh I gotta keep working so so when they tell you no it's more like a challenge oh yeah for sure like, Definitely. You tell me no, and I'm gonna definitely. I reached out one day to um, Meek Mill's people, and he was like, "I have to be honest with you. I I love your interviews, but you need to get your numbers up." I said, "Damn!" And at that time, I think I had like three k followers on Instagram or something like that. He said, "You gotta get your numbers up." At least he kept it real, though. Yeah, and but that's what made me think. I said, "Oh, I gotta get this brand in there, marketing popping." You know what I'm saying? So I haven't hit him back up since, Mm -hmm. but I'm waiting though. I got my Forbes thing lined up, my boss up. I, I'm written about in over 21, um, I'm featured in over 21 articles. I'm like, I'm waiting until I get verified. Mm, that blue coming. check. Yeah, Speaking I'm waiting for my blue air. check and then I'm calling them back. I'm trying Facts. to get verified too. Shoot. You know what I'm Shoot. saying? I'm waiting. I'm that money. Hey. <laughs> I'm waiting for them brand Yo, deals and all of that. I'm right. Waiting. I was going to say that because you must, you got to look forward to that, especially as a journalist. You have to. Figure out, okay, I got to do advertising. I got to do this. I got to do that. Is there a brand in mind that you want to collaborate with? Like, mm, like, oh, Shea Moisture. I want to collaborate. Like, is there Shea a brand Moisture. in mind? Not them, but I'm using oh, them yeah. as an example. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe some face care products. Mm. Um, anything with self-care, soaps, and things like that. I like all that stuff. Super I like body stuff. scrubs, you know. Just very... Uh, you're very. I could tell you're very. Uh, what's it called? High maintenance. I very see the high nails maintenance. are gleaming. Yes, I'm so. You bougie. didn't want to wear the headphones. I'm so bougie. <laughs> I could be bougie, but I'm a. I'm a good bougie though. Okay. You, yeah. Nah, you definitely. I'm are very humble. high. I'm very very high maintenance. Like I'm very clean. I like to smell good. I don't. I'm not a no. Uh. Uh-uh. Organized. Right. Very I'm not organized. organized. And I saw you just came from. Um, before you leave the uh, Remy. Remy Ma, you yeah. got to meet her. You went to the battle. How was that? Because Couture from 401 Couture from out here. And that was my first time meeting her. She's fine. And that was real dope because we we're friends on Facebook. We've been friends on Facebook for the longest time. We never met and none of that. So when I went there, I was like, let me introduce myself to her. And she was like, Remy, it's nice to meet you. I said, it's nice to meet you. 
You know, mm-hmm. it was dope because it was so much women empowerment happening in that room. Mm-hmm. And even though these women were taking each other's heads off in the battle, they hugged it out. They was chilling wow. together after. They was at that club, um, snapping and all this stuff. I was like, yo, that's dope. Did you see Scotty Beam? Mm-hmm. That's I love her Chris, so much. Christina's the like ladies were amazing. Crush. The ladies Scotty were amazing. Yeah, but that was my first rap battle that I ever been to. Really? Ever like in life? Ever in my life. Okay. And I'm sitting there listening. And they're like, I just want to take your kid and then drop him. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> the disrespect. And the other girl started saying, man, fuck you. I'm going to dig up your grandmother and then throw her. That's some crazy shit. I said, what? No. No, the being in the sp- in it. What and was- that's why your brother's dead. I was like, wait a minute. The room went silent on that one. <laughs> no. It was your fault, bitch. I said, yo, this is bananas. Yo, this is- I said, I gotta wild. go to another one. <laughs> you so- liked it? I loved it. The I couldn't adrenaline. believe it. I said, they're taking these on the test off. I said, and you know, I'm an at-home comedian. I said, I could just picture the crazy shit. I'm, I was like, <laughs> that would be, yeah, I was now, the crazy what, stuff. What was the, your favorite moment of that? Okay. It was seeing Couture. I'm not gonna lie, to see someone from our state do something like that with a major person in the industry and get that far and be taking heads off. I'm like, yo, I wish I would see more things happening with mm-hmm. people from our state to see them in a different state doing, doing this it. shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that motivates me so much. I'm like, yo, that's amazing, man. I'm so happy for her. Like, and it, it's so crazy because a lot of people don't know how to be happy for other people, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who can't Talk. be proud for Preach. other people. And those are the people I don't want to be around. And Couture got dope ass energy. She's like, Ugh. yo, you know she's what I'm nice saying? She's, she's she has so amazing nice. energy. And and that's what I want for everybody too. I want people to practice because if you're a negative person mm-hmm. that's not your fault maybe something happened where you're just low vibrational right but this is how you practice being high vibrational mm-hmm. start off by complimenting somebody you i love your sneakers i love your hair mm-hmm. and train your brain to get those endorphins in there to make you feel good to spread that shit out yeah to be better for other people right so you don't have that love yeah so you don't have that crab in a barrel mentality where you're seeing someone climbing at the top and you're pulling them back down mm-hmm. in there because you're tight no, be happy for other people, man. Because if you're supporting them and you're, and, and you're grinding and they see you grind, they're pulling you up. Right. Trust me, nine times out of ten, when I get myself in a position to put other people in position, I'm going to look at the hardest work and the hardest grind and I'm going to say, uh-huh, come here. Right. That's how I've it's supposed it to be. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, it is a thankless industry. There's people that I've gotten article write-ups for in major magazines and blogs and shit like that. Got people's music playing on Hot 97. And I never heard from them again after I did that. But that's okay. You know what I'm saying? People just got to learn how to be grateful for the people that's around them, for the people that's helping them. Yeah. But I'm still doing things that's positive to help other people. That's all that really matters to me. But but also remember to, to just thank people. I'm not saying giving them shout outs. I'm not saying, but don't disappear and say thank you. Yeah, at Always. least that's the and then you can do. when you get in a position, you pull people up too. Right. You got to try to, you know, because each one, each one, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But um, man, I just be what? What? Continue. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> this is a podcast audio. <laughs> but did, before you leave, did we not touch on anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to get off your chest? Because I feel like. 
really to like I be you know you get into these modes right this is full transparency of when you're doing the same thing you see other people doing like I see sound and I see you and I see um who else does press and journalism I don't want to leave anybody out um Ashley Reyes and you see people kind of getting attention from other people or people you want to get attention from or they're doing things and you're kind of like fuck and it feels competitive right and especially mm. being from this state you're kind of like damn i don't like why the fuck i'm not doing that or why can't i do that what do you say to me and to other people that feel that way like how do you deal with that self-doubt i personally i'm like a shark i just look ahead I don't look who's on the side of me. I don't look who's in the back of me. I don't care what you're doing. I got to focus on what I'm doing, how I'm getting my bread. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't, I don't know. I just can't focus on other people. You know what I'm saying? I think that it's a normal reaction to have like, damn, I wish I was doing this or I wish I was doing that. Then put in the work and the research necessary to get there. Because nine times out of 10, you're going to ask somebody for the help and they're going to dub you. Mm-hmm. There's people that's doing bigger things than me as far as media in other states, right? They, they've interviewed people like Denzel Washington right. and, 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 you and know, Stevie I think, I, and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I, I remember at the beginning, I was like, Oh, you know, can you help me? I was like one of those, I need help. I, w- I want to do this. And people would shut me down. So mm-hmm. I had to do the, the work and, and the due diligence necessary for me to, to get to where I want to be, to interview the people that I have now. And that's when I learned, yo, you just got to look forward and you can't pay attention to what this person's doing because it's going to make you feel jealous. It's going to make you feel like you're competing or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So you're sending people the Kim K video. Work harder? Yeah, basically. <laughs> get off your asses <laughs> and get basically, to work. We all have a sad story. We all have, mm-hmm. you know, these. Nobody gives a fuck. That's Just true. do it. Now, what what is a fantasy, a fantasy interview for Remy, like? top tier like this is number one person that i want to interview and i made it after that i made it like this is janet jackson (gasps) yes i love her yo if i ever yo i'll feel like i made it for real and i don't fan out over nobody Mm -hmm. like i could literally go up to somebody and be like okay let's get this shit done interview set up the camera let's go i but i think with janet jackson i'll think i'll i don't think i'll lose it but i'll think i'll be like Oh, I think I'll be nervous because my nervousness, I feel it in my body. It's like, oh, shit, I got the jitters. It's a thrill. Yeah, it's so crazy. But I never had that experience with no celebrity yet. Really? Yeah, it's so weird. Am I a weirdo? No. No, not at all. I don't remember the last. Actually, no, I do remember last time I got starstruck, but I didn't meet them in person. I don't think I've ever met a famous person for real. You know know what's funny? Oh, that's crazy. Some Spanish artist. I'm going to bring you with me somewhere. A lot of people, you know, I'm in the mix now, so oh, a lot of people tell go. me, yo, why ain't you taking pictures with a lot of these artists? And I'm like, I'm not the type of person. Like, I don't get starstruck. I remember I met Ben Affleck when I used to um, work at the Renaissance, and everybody's like, all like, oh, my God, it's Ben Affleck. I'm like, yeah, what's up, like, man? Yeah. And you they know, respect that. And they respect that more like, because, they do. like, you know, I, I just don't like like the fact that people feel like now you're you're like this grand old being. Like, no, this is a regular person. Like 
And I know that's true about him because I took his ass with me to New York and he was real regular. You know, he's like that everywhere you take him. He was, you know, he was chill. Because sometimes you don't when you're working with new people, you got to you got to check their temperature. You don't know if they're gonna be fanned out or acting up. Mm -hmm. And he was real cool. And I was like, oh, I could bring him with me to the next shit. You know. You know, it's funny about that. So, um, that was the first time I shot Davies, and ever since I've. Ran into Davies like four or five times. Really, like and and I know he knows that we met and I, you know, I walked up to him. Hey, yo, what's up, Ruben? I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Just like that. That's all I said to him. Let me take a few pictures of you. That's it. Mm-hmm. And and any, he's humble though. Anywhere, Very. anywhere he sees me, he gives me the eye. Like yo, I remember you. Yeah. You know what I mean. And he's Dominican. Ah ah ah. We hey. outside. But that's all thanks to you I want to give you You know The thank you here Because you pulled me along to that You didn't have to You know what mm-hmm. I mean And to me that means a lot But I love bringing people with me Because I like the company And, and being around familiar faces Makes me feel comfortable Because when you're in the industry You're going out of state You don't know these people mm-hmm. So when you have people by your mm-hmm. side that you you know it's like oh it makes me feel like a relief sometimes because it could be really nerve-wracking when it's like you don't know what's going to transpire you know people are going to dish you don't know if you're going to be protected i'm a no. female you definitely got balls because moving in a room locally sometimes is nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. you're like damn i want to talk to this person but i don't know how they're going to come off because you know you don't want to go up to people and they got like the they got bad energy and it's yeah, like, you don't know. But but I know for that night that we went out that we was good because um you know K Slay that's my brother you know what I'm saying me and him he's the one that gave me my first radio interview he's the one that invited me to the mm-hmm. event anytime he's doing something in New York he's like yo Rem you coming through so I, it was nothing to to get in there and Slay took care of me he was like yo yo uh. He was like, Papoose, meet my sister Rem. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, yo take that fire. picture, take that picture. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was looking around, and, I, and it was dope because he was right there. Anywhere I was at, he had the camera. He was right there. Mm-hmm. He did his job. He was on point. And that's what I love about camera guys. I'm like, yo, I hate giving the camera guys the talk. When I move, you move. Right. I hate having that talk with them because you should know. Because you never know what you're going to catch and who I'm going to be talking to because I'm quick. Mm-hmm. A lot of camera guys lost me. Like, where the fuck did he go? I'm over there talking to Slab, and you missed the whole interaction. He yeah. was right behind. Yo, when I tell you, he was Couple on Roxy point, bands. right behind me. Yo. And um, who else was there? Um, was Sheik, a, it was Sheik, Sheik Lou. He was like, yo, meet my sister. She, he introduced me to everybody and, and introduced me to the right people. Like, that's yo, that's another it was so I dope. got to shoot after. Oh, yeah, for Rem. the locks. And I also got to meet one of my current favorite rappers rj Payne, there mm. you know and a funny story about papoose i was in the same elevator it was just me and papoose and i because i went downstairs to like the eighth level it was on like the 11th mm-hmm. and um you know i got in the elevator walk in i didn't know it was papoose because was he had that the way that the, oh. the door to the, the elevator closes the, yeah it closed i thought it was side. like that this is no, cool. you know quad studios door. is like it's just a single door oh that's rich it's people shit my bad my bad my Times bad square quad studios and you know which is legendary by the way yeah if you don't know where Tupac and- you don't know your hip-hop history if you don't know what quad studios is yeah that's dope you know and um you get in into the elevator 
And he's like, yo, what, what level are you going to? I'm going to 11. Oh, I'm going to the same one. So I'm like, yeah, yeah how, how's everything? You know, we're just chopping it up. Mind you, I can't tell his papoose because he has a fit. He, You know, he's always rock, rocking a fitted and he has a mask on. But when we get upstairs, everybody, once the elevator opens, everybody's like, papoose, papoose, papoose. I'm like, holy shit. I was <laughs> I in the same fucking that. elevator with papoose and I did not notice him. That's hilarious. Papoose, papoose is humble as hell, too. You can tell him and Dave him, yo, that night when I went to the Remy Ma event, I was like, yo, Pap, what up? Because I keep running into him because it's like every event I go to, he's there. So he knows who I am already. And I'm like, yo, he's the most humblest person I ever met. That's dope so as hell. And then you make the connection with Remy. I know. That was so crazy. And, and, and a lot of people don't know I've been a Remy fan. Since I was young, young, like I had all mixtapes, all, and I didn't want to be one of those people like, yo, right? I know your whole, like, whole catalog. <laughs> What's your favorite and, Remy song? Uh, put, put you on the blast. You're going to put uh, me on the blast? Yeah. Mm, it got to be Go Daddy when Ooh. she did the beat with, um, it was Cameron's beat. I'll, I'll with, tell you to mine. get him, Daddy. Uh, I'm going to go way back, Miss Martin. I don't remember that one. That's off the, that's off the um, big punt. One of the big puns. Oh, you're albums. taking it that back. Yeah. Lord Jesus. <laughs> like, she She's was old. probably like 16 when she dropped that. 16. Yo, Remy, she just. Yo, in fact, that's going to be my pass me the aux. Okay. Well, Remy, thank you for coming on the show. We. Hold on. No. Sorry. I'm I'm sorry. My, my apologies. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off like that. <laughs> I had like, one more question. He's going to get you. I'm going to just shut off his mic from now on. And just he, do it. And he'll just be doing... And I'll be like... <laughs> subtitles in the bottom. <laughs> no, no subtitles at yeah, all. Yeah, read it like an anime. But yes, please remind the people of where they can follow you, where they can find you, your website, your event coming up, how we can get tickets, all that good stuff. Okay, so I can start off with my Instagram. You can follow me at Remy TV Official. Um, Remy TV Media on YouTube, Remy TV Media on Facebook. I'm so mad I had to do Remy TV Media on those because you know when you try to sign into new things and they're like mm -hmm. somebody got their name. I'm like, you bitch. <laughs> you know, you know somebody, can way, I buy it from you? There's a way that you can knock it off. If oh, we're gonna have, have to talk about that. You don't know nothing. Well, we're going to have to talk about that because I, I need my name. I didn't even want Remy TV, TV official. I just wanted Remy TV. So, you know, when you're typing it in, I'm like, who got Remy TV? Mm -hmm. I type it in as somebody that has zero, um, <laughs> uh, zero no posts. pictures, zero posts, and like two followers. I'm like, give me the name. Who are right. you? So, I inbox the person. And you nobody respond. And 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 you could like do some type of audit where you could find out how long they've been on Facebook, mm -hmm. on Instagram That's for 2012. They haven't been on there since 2013. Yeah, it's what? To, it's yeah, I said, give me the name. the name. They just opened it and Pass never it touched yeah, it again. And I reported the page. I said, everybody needs to <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hey, report this page shoot. immediately. I I'm need this Remy TV name. Yo, it was funny. so wild to me. But yeah, and you also had the mental health expo. Yeah, I have. Sorry. I gotta be at <laughs> I got that. distracted. I, I got the be. mental health expo. Um, April twenty, no, April twenty third mm -hmm. at twenty five Maple Street, downtown Pawtucket. It's gonna be super amazing. I hope I see you guys there. I want to be there. Need some, that's a um, Saturday. Yeah, that's a Saturday. You yeah, working? that weekend no, I might I be out weekend. of town. Oh, you're gonna be out of town. You suck anyway. Damn. Yeah. You be, and you would have came late probably. <laughs> you nah, you I, I'll be honest. It would have been over. I've, I've, I've been doing a lot better on my tardiness. Have you? 
really, because today, mm-hmm. today it was today it was pretty wild. This is a, yeah, it, it actually <laughs> was pretty wild. You know, I'm let, gonna let, to talking. <laughs> let's get to my favorite part of the podcast. Wait, because I didn't tell her about it. I completely forgot what happened because you were not so you were. We were supposed to be recording till 10, so I didn't expect for you to stay till the end. But um, Pass Me the Aux is a segment where we pick a song that we want to put people onto. Mm, So you don't pass it to her so she could think of one. All right, so I'll start. That was my bad. Since I was late, Mm -hmm. I'll take the Aux first. I'm going to go with Miss Martin. Let me see if I even have that song because that song is how old you said? It's you can find it over 20. Miss Martin, yeah, Miss Martin. Damn, she was spinning so hard back in the day. What do you think about these female rivalries and stuff like that? You think they're all fabricated? They're all fabricated. I don't think so. I think they they fall into the hype. Mm -hmm. Like Lotto was talking about that, which I wanted to talk about, but we don't got time now. But she was talking about how like the ind- the social media will trick you into having beef with somebody you know nothing about. That's facts. Like she came into the game, she's a woman and she could spit for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's being tried by everybody and she's like, "Yo, I'm not even on that time. I just want to rap. Like mm-hmm. I just want to make music." And she bigs up other women all the time. Well, she mind her business. She does. She minds her business and she gets to the money. Mhm. And people put- will still find a way to come for be- you. It's crazy. I want you to cue cue the song up. I in got the it. Last minute. Wait. Just play the last minute. Play the last minute yeah. of the song. Okay, yeah. let me see. Just caught the pink mink and went to bingo and I've been on this thug shit. Y'all can't seem to fuck with. My shit is hot dogs to top it off. Still spitting mustard. No fan, cause I don't care. I'll go to war with a musket. Just give me some Oreos, a jar row, and two duchess. Cause pun be the nicest motherfucker on the market. Now we got the nicest bitch. What? For me, Mark. That's, that's, that's all you need to listen to. <laughs> Yo, Yo, people be sleeping on Remy, but obviously, are you? Do you have a song, or should it be passed to me? You could pass it because I can't think of one right now. Okay, so I could take your place. I got a couple of songs. Um, I want to play Two Seater by Tiana Major featuring Smino, another Smino feature. This man is the feature king. I miss Tiana Major. She opened up for Jasmine Sullivan two weeks ago, which I forgot to talk about. That concert was. That show, sorry, was amazing. I've never in my entire life witnessed what I witnessed that day. Mm. Jasmine Sullivan could sing her Oh, yeah, she could blow. What? (laughs) Yo, I caught the Holy Spirit for real. (laughs) She could blow. I'm dead ass. It was crazy. Did you meet Smino? I did meet him. That was way before he was was chilling. I just wanted to bring up, did y'all see Lotto doing the Jill Scott? No. Yes, I saw it on a Yo, blog. Oh my god! How are you doing this at the last? I'm, I'm sorry. I, you mentioned Lotto, and it was. I'm gonna just have like, to look that up. My my brain was she, itching. Oh my god! <laughs> she shook. But here is two seater by Tiana Major and I melted. And Smino, you need help. I do. Lotto, please. Need a- I love it when I'm in your car and in your presence I show you all these songs I wrote about you, baby I play the songs that you inspire Babe, my home, let's take a ride I love it when I'm in your car and in your presence 
presence I'm on your wish, let's get in the wind I don't know when, I'ma be back It's right, it's right, it's right So come on outside Got it tinted, they cannot see it I played her OJ, she was like Okay, okay, okay What you know Anna. Roll this eight up and get makeup on my teeth, Anna. Do it major, not stop like we overseas, Nana. I won't get you out your shell on that petite, Anna. So what you saying? We can make it the whole thing, Anna. Episode 142 of the Spark Up Podcast. No baby shower. The number one podcast in Rhode Island. You my present, show you my scars, so you can bless her. Two seater. Anytime you pull up, I make room. Tiana Major 9. Major 9, is that how you say your name? Featuring Smino. I love this song. I love this girl. Which is crazy. Yeah. A family vacation in a verbal. I'm never not thinking. I think I think too much. All right, that was Tiana Major Nine featuring Smino. Hold on, there's an ad in the back. It's distracting me, but it's not recording. So we're passing the aux to. Play the joint. To Remy, oh goodness gracious. Play the chorus. That dick ain't that good for you to keep getting played And that dick ain't that good to be treated that way If he wants you, he'll do anything for you to stay If not, girl, get your shit and just go do your thing Boy, I got options, fucking with you was optional, nigga And if wow. you got a problem, I'll find me a nigga much bigger I'm not your ex, I don't wanna be with you She's coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> She's going ham. That is crazy. But did I feel you like attacked. it? No, nah, it's a good song. The beat. Attacked. You feel attacked? Who is that? I forgot her name. It's on here though. A but, but I heard that song from that, TikTok. Ain't that the um homegirl that does the um I was no. I no, that's Mooney Long. Yeah. It's a different sound. She got more high pitched name. A uh, mm. high pitched sound. Yeah, but TikTok is buzzing with that. I seen a couple Yo, on there. She was like, my man, don't, don't, my man don't want to give me no Starbucks. So she played that song in a car. And he was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, comedy couple. So wow. I was like, this song's kind of crazy. But yeah, yeah that's, that's my song. That's okay. my walks. My pass me the walks. That's a message for somebody out there. Shoot. You know, not mine. So. I, mean, <laughs> I, got, I got a good man. Okay. You know? Hey, I just want to compliment mm-hmm. your sweater, mm-hmm. by the way. Thank you. Shout out to it? Motivation Wear. I see the PVD on that. Yeah, I got. I I never seen I'm that. I'm a before. problem. I am a problem. Okay, Prop yeah. City. That's that's classic right there, Prop City. Yeah. 
You're grown yeah, if you know Prop City. The kids don't know about Prop City. Nah, they don't. And Boston, I really do love y'all because you come second in our demo. But um, stop calling us Pravi. We don't like they that. They call us that, Pravi? They be yeah. trying to call us Pravi. I'm like, you can't give us a nickname. That's This is our city. You know You know what's funny? We got a better nightlife than Boston, just saying. No, they know that already. They come like, here for it. We're big Prav. We don't want to trash we're them We're big now. Prav. Pravi no, no, sounds no. like an acne medicine. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> When you mention Providence... When you mention Providence, we're big prov, even though we're smaller than you. No, nah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But yes, thank you, Remy TV. I don't know why I'm stretching when I have this arm. Thank you for Thanks coming for on me. to the show. Thank you for coming to fun. Spark Up Podcast. I had a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Remy. I know I did, so fuck it if you didn't. Um, I'm joking. You should enjoy this. And you, you should, should get to know her. The Will Smith slap is coming for you. The Will Smith slap. <laughs> Yo, yes. This is episode 143 of the Sparkle Podcast. Shout out to Ashley Reyes, who could not do her last episode because she's feeling under the weather. But we love you, Ash, over here. And you are welcome back anytime after April because we have Deb on the show next week. Deb Shout will be the Deb. next guest co host. Shout out to Deb. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen her in like a year, so I'm also just happy to be in her presence. So shout out to Deb and shout out to Stay Silent again. They did it again. Love You Better was crazy. Yo, I have a story, but I'm going to save it for next week. Uh, something that happened to me that night. But oh, yes. Another story. This is, yeah, I always have a story. My it's life is a mess. Just but I'm going to close out to Because of You by Tony T. This is an artist from Rhode Island. I think she's from Pawtucket. I'm not sure. I don't want to put that on anybody because some people might get offended. But this is Because of You by Tony T. Sitting in my room thinking about you And I'm mad that I do I no longer want to hear about you Now that we're through I'm so tired of crying Over someone who never gave a hand Who's trifling, who's been lying to me Make me feel unworthy Don't wanna do it again And you wanna be friends Or you must be tripping To think that I do it again No, I don't wanna, I don't wanna No, I don't wanna go there I'm here because of you I've said Talking about you, and I'm mad that I do. But I gotta get it off my chest to make it through. I'm so tired. If you want to hear the whole song, go out and stream it your damn selves. Go support a new upcoming artist, Tony T. She ripped this. I'm impressed, but also not surprised because she's very talented. But yes, Tony T, because of you. Shout out to you, you did the damn thing. And the feature on there is pretty good, too. I don't know who that is, but he's nice. But, um, yeah, that's all we have for this week. Thank you again, Remy, for coming on the show. I am Christina Seb. This is the Spark Up Podcast, and we will see y'all next week. We have our first white guest. <laughs> our second white. Let me get off this. Let me get off this. Bye, y'all.